Welcome to Dreaming Back to the Earth. My name is Mary Kay Casper and co-host with Katrina Dreamer, this podcast, which is dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. Welcome. And today we're going to talk about storms in our dreams. Very like exciting. Welcome, <laughs> Katrina. Thanks, Mary Kay. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about storm dreams, which for me is a, a kind of a favorite topic. I have a lot of dreams with storms. I have a lot of experience living through storms. Mary Kay and I were talking about this when we were preparing for this podcast. And, you know, we have both experienced or seen at least tornadoes, lots of thunderstorms. Mary Kay has been through a hurricane. And so we do have, you know, kind of real world experience with that, but also a number of interesting dreams with storms in them. And for me, one type of storm dream that often happens is lightning. Mm, Right. And I was telling Mary Kay that right before Vermont went into lockdown, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a dream where I was playing badminton with my dad and nephews. And the bet, you know, of course, because it was a dream, the badminton was strange. (laughs) And I was the, we didn't, we weren't using plastic shuttlecocks. We were using darts, metal darts. And I was holding a metal dart in my hand we noticed that the sky was darkening and there was a lot of lightning and everybody was telling me to drop the dart, but I, I it was glued to my hand. I couldn't drop it and lightning hit my hand. Mm -hmm. That was the first time that lightning actually hit me. I've had a lot of dreams of the lightning coming after me or hitting right outside the front door or things like that. This was the first time that the lightning actually hit my hand. And of course I woke up right away. It was, that was a shocking enough thing in the dream to wake me up. Um, So I don't know what would have happened after that. So I, I like to, I like to talk about the lightning dreams because I think one of the main themes for me around storm dreams is about power. Mm. You know, storms are so powerful often. And I think that there was something about the lightning actually hitting me this time that was maybe kind of giving me some power to, I don't know, get through this time or help me kind of move to a new level of understanding around that. I've also been going through a lot of health challenges and have needed to advocate for myself more and more. So perhaps, you know, that was giving me the ability. I've gotten a lot stronger with all of that. So that's 
the, you know, that's the kind of storm dream that I first wanted to talk about. So I'm going to throw it back to Mary Kay. What, you know, do I'm curious, we didn't actually talk about this when we were preparing. Do, do you have storm dreams that similarly feel like they're about power or personal agency or? Yeah, I mean, I have, it's interesting because when I think about um, storm dreams, I, I think about how, like when I look at a storm dream for myself, I look at the landscape that I'm in when the storm comes. Um, I look at the type of season that it's in, you know, like what's going on and how does that relate to myself? Um, so for me, in terms of the storm and the context of the storm, like are, are there other people, are there other beings in, this, in, that, in that storm with me? Because I do have, um, I have tornado dreams a lot and I have blizzard dreams. And sometimes, and for me, the the um, the kind of context or attributes that come up for me, like with tornadoes, there's this real sense of power and powerlessness that come up for me. And with blizzards, it tends to be, um, I was after the two of us were talking the other day, I, I realized I often have um, blizzard dreams where I'm in a house and the blizzard is keeping me from going outside. Like mm. there's something outside. So, cause I don't want to go out in this blizzard where I can't see again, it's a sense of powerlessness or, but also blizzards are, are, are beautiful and, and quiet and, and sometimes even embracing. So it's really interesting for me that there are kind of, um, dual or converse different ways of experiencing the the feelings and the attributes of storms um, and I wonder do you ever feel like there's this contrast between what is happening for you around a storm well I, I like that you brought that up I mean it there is often I also have a lot of tornado dreams and in those there is that contrast between how powerful the funnel cloud feels, or sometimes I even have multiple tornadoes coming, which in waking life is really rare, but um, you know, that contrast between how you feel as, or how I feel as kind of, you know, fragile human facing this huge power Right. Um, and right. what is that? Right. That could mean so many things. So yeah, yeah thinking about the context of, right. am I alone or am I with people right. in the dream? Right. How, what yeah. does that say about, do I have community in waking life or do I feel like I'm facing this alone? Right. 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 Um, I think there's a way that storms are transformative. They, they always change the landscape, whether it's like a foot of snow or ripping up trees or blowing roofs off houses or even just at rain, right? So, yeah. right, right. Uh, you know, I think they, 
can signal that there is a change coming or happening and how we respond in the dream can say something about how we might respond in waking life or show us like, here's how it might go. How do you want to do differently? You know, it gives us an opportunity to think about that. Right. Yeah. As you were talking, I I was thinking about, and this hadn't dawned on me before, you know, like when I think about a hurricane and so I've been in a lot of hurricanes as a kid, because we lived down South and that's a really, that can be a really traumatic experience as well as tornado. I mean, any kind of like, um, like horrendous weather um, or storm dream. Um, And it brings up this, uh, this thought to me about environmental trauma dreams, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, someone that's like down in Houston or that's lived through a hurricane where it's brought the rain with the flooding. And so, you know, that, that's another kind of um, aspect to dreams. If you've been through a horrendous experience, like the devastation of a tornado, like took out your house or you were in it um, and you survived, like, is there the opportunity for healing through that, you know, having those dreams um, related to that? I know my mom had we went through a hurricane and my mom got caught in her car with water rising. And, and she even now is terrified of pouring rain. And I also know she has, she has dreams where it is raining. And, um, and so I wonder if for her, if she had worked that dream in some way that there would be healing that would come up for them. So it's just listening to you talk, it was like, that just came up for me. Like there's another aspect to these kind of storm dreams coming if we've actually been through that storm. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And part of why I've been thinking about this as a theme for, well, a good chunk of my life is because I lived through a hundred year storm in Mexico where I was actually on a boat and had right, to, swim right. to shore in the middle of this hundred year storm. And so um, I think they, these types of dreams do really bring that up, bring up uh, the personal agency piece for me because it was a moment of needing to take care of myself. Like it was only me that could get me to shore. (laughs) So, um, Yeah, it's, it shows how, you know, what we know about dreams, that there's the personal layer, mm-hmm. there's the collective layer, um, and there's even, you know, the connection to nature, earth, all of those things, you know, right. can be right. different ways to right. look at dreams. I'm thankful that I don't have nightmares about that. Yeah, I've yeah. done a lot of work on it. Right, <laughs> it, right. It informs my life still but um yeah certainly I could see that something like what happened to your mom could produce those kinds of dreams and then you know either so then it's what do you do with it right do you right right have the nightmares and 
you know, maybe you don't know, maybe you don't know how to work it. And so you just, they just come and it's a scary thing, but that is an opportunity to help heal something that happened. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. How did you did worked with the lightning um, when you had those dreams? Well, you know, I've, it's more been a tracking, you know, I don't know that I have ever actually worked one of those dreams. Ah. I think I have been, I started noticing them. I started writing my dreams down in 2007. So I've been tracking them ever since. And I've always been waiting for the time Mm. when the lightning would actually hit me. So, you know, it took from 2007 or who knows how many of those dreams I had before that, that I didn't write down yeah. until last year right. for it okay. to hit me. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a moment right now of not really working my dreams, like mm-hmm the last two years have been really hard. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I haven't been doing a lot of dream work, but I, I know for certain that, you know, waking up from it was like, oh, that's a, that's a big deal, you know? Right. And, and something was given to me by right. that, you know? Right. So kind of tbd like i you know would would need to actually sit down and look back over them and see the progression i think that would be really interesting you know that would be not done that yet right yeah right 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 i mean that shows you the 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 benefit of long-term dream journal right right and and actually I'm glad that I switched over to putting them on a Word document mm. because it's a much easier to search than going back through That's all true. my old, you know, <laughs> I did right. have an inventory that I did of my print, my handwritten mm-hmm. dream journals that told me like the month and the year. And I do have that and I I made a spreadsheet once that when I had my computer stolen spreadsheet went away so I haven't actually done the work to do something like that again because it was like it was so much work and then it got stolen (laughs) but but yeah I I think that's one that shows one value of doing a long-term dream journal that you can look back yeah yeah, it was interesting when we were talking about doing this particular theme. I mean, all my dream uh, dreams are written down in journals, so I was like going through them looking for. And you I mean, I do have it. a lot. <laughs> I do have a lot online, but um, that I sent as emails. But I was like, oh man, this is this is like I need to come up with a more organizational way. But yeah, and it is interesting. I mean, in terms of working my dreams where I have tornadoes. Um, at the time I was doing a lot of work on, on my dreams and do and working with someone, a practitioner. And I actually painted my tornadoes and 
um, when we worked them, there was this one dream where I had several tornadoes and I was trying to um, run away from them. And, you know, it's interesting when I allow myself to stop and be just in the experience of gazing on the tornadoes or letting myself feel the terror of that, um, of being because tornadoes are just so, I've had experiences of, I've had experience of being through a tornado that, um, that there's this experience, this feeling, not only of powerlessness, but of power too, of, you know, in the chaos of that whirling wind and, and the darkness of it oftentimes. Um, and to stand there and to watch it and to observe, like, what do these tornadoes represent in my life? And, you know, are they the chaos of my life? Are they opportunities in my life, you know, and really just letting myself be with that. And what would it be like to let the tornado take me too? I mean, that's the other thing. Um, and I can almost uh, detect that during those times when I was having a lot of tornado dreams, there was a lot of chaos. I mean, I'm curious why I don't have mm. them now, because there's so much chaos in the world. But I don't have tornado, you know, dreams right now. Um, but in working those dreams, it, you had mentioned before, there is kind of a sense of shifting my physical body, my emotional and my spiritual body around what does chaos mean for me and um, how I can be with chaos or powerlessness or even my own power in my life. And um, sometimes you have to, uh, like a tornado does a good job of wiping everything away. Mm -hmm. you know? does everything have to be wiped away in my life to, to start anew? So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's just so many elements to the tornado itself. Um, yeah. I like what you're saying about, you know, the one, one positive about a storm dream, if it's a scary dream, is that once you have it and you've written it down, you have the chance to experience the storm with no actual right. immediate danger. Yeah. You know, like there are times, especially with a tornado, I think especially with a tornado or a lightning storm, it's not in your best interest <laughs> to be out there observing it, right? Um, or, or a hurricane. Um, so we don't have that luxury when we're in a waking life necessarily we need to be thinking about our safety right. but in having the dream and then being able to work it you can you can sit in that feeling for as long as you want or need to be working the energy of the dream right. Right. yeah right. Right. I hadn't really thought about that before but it's a it's an avenue to exploring that power and yeah. how yeah either or taking in the power the true power of nature you know like how immense it is or you know if you want to think about it metaphorically right what like you're saying like do you need to let it happen or do you want to work the dream that there's some way that 
you're protecting yourself. Right, right, right. And the same goes for me and, you know, blizzards, you know, we can, you know, like blizzards, what are they bringing to me in the dreaming world? And also looking at what, what it's like to be in a in a blizzard in the waking world in this supposed waking world. Um, you know, cause I love walking or cross country skiing in a blizzard. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, I gotta be careful obviously, but, um, you know, there's something about the quietness and the, it almost feels like a blanket that is, and I'm enveloped in, and, um, in, and yet in the, in the um, dream, you know, as I'm talking, it's, it can also be seen as a slowing down, mm. you know, like yeah. as a slowing down for me and just learning how to be in the moment. Um, so it's interesting as all the different aspects, again, attributes that can come up that are related to my life mm -hmm. when I think about it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I do think that that's, that can be a gift of a blizzard, you know, as long as you have somewhere to be safe and inside and you have right. provisions, you yep. know, yep. then it can be it does slow everything down you know mostly like that's school days are closed yeah. some people don't go to the office you know people are given an opportunity to right either be inside and be slowing down or to go out and have that feeling peacefulness right. and yeah do you ever when when you dream about um, particular storms is are they place-based that have memories for you that have some significance I know they do for me um, yeah I think almost always they happen in my childhood town in Colorado yeah I mean I think almost always especially the tornado dreams and I you know I grew up being afraid of tornadoes because there were rarely tornadoes in Fort Collins, but nearby um, on the other side of the highway. So the tornado sirens would go off often in our town in the summer. So yeah, mainly they are either at my, the house I grew up in or my grandparents' house. I would have to really look back to see if there's dreams that are elsewhere I could imagine that there may be some in California but yeah pretty and so that that's interesting right I think yeah. it's it, they're certainly connected to my childhood yeah right 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 yeah all my blizzards are at my um on Lake Champlain on the New York side where my grandmother had a camp in a place called Port Douglas. And so it's like you walk out the door and you walk down a little bit from the road and there's the lake frozen. And so it's like, but all my blizzards are about walking down the road to different houses because my cousins mm -hmm. would live down there. And I'm like, 
there's some I don't have blizzard dreams with any place else except mm -hmm. at this one place and so it's like there's some significance there and and like you around my childhood mm -hmm. um, and young adult life mm -hmm. so and the lake is always frozen over in those dreams yeah yeah that's interesting too because that doesn't always happen right yeah exactly exactly Hmm. Um, yeah so right but definitely it's like the the blizzard's so heavy that it's hard to see from one house to another and I'm trying to get to the house so it's like but there is significant there's a lot of memories about that time so mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. feelings related to it so it is interesting that that blizzards are at that place mm-hmm mm-hmm mm -hmm. Right. When you have those dreams, are they in like the active heavy? It's, it sounds like it. it sounds like it's the active heavy snowing right. part of the blizzard, not right. the after. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's always where I can't see. I'm looking mm -hmm. to see through the blizzard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 But I've also had dreams of that place and being on the beach when it's summertime too. So <laughs> it's to be a popular place for me in my dreams. In your dream. Yeah. 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 But I do think there's some significance um, in terms of where the storm is taking place and how yeah. it relates to, to us in terms of our memories or internally in other ways. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's just made my like. I think both of us are <laughs> like, like thinking, <laughs> all kinds of stuff are is popping up. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. I'll, I'll also say, you know, we talked about this a little bit. Um, in some traditions, you know, having dreams about particular storms were prophecies about what was going to happen and and how it impact whether there would be. Um, whether the planting could happen or not. I mean, I was actually in doing some research and in Europe, um, the, the Druids or the, the, the witches, I mean, the people that were the healers or the diviners would use their dreams. And if they had storms in their dreams that would really impact giving guidance to the kings and queens and you know whoever was the leader of the community or village and um, you know, and in some indigenous communities, it's the same in the, in North America, um, in in Asia and other places. Um, and I think you could probably find it throughout history that indigenous communities, if they they use dreams so um, explicitly to make decisions about what they were going to do. So storms would be another dreaming of a storm ahead of time would give you some guidance um, yeah and i i have had dreams about natural disasters before they happened in other places not where i was in particular so i think that there are definitely people who have that ability you know it's not something that i cultivate or anything but in cultures where that used to be a, a value i think there were people who could provide that Right. service you know to the community to say yep we really need to prepare for this winter or you know whatever right. it was 
um, prepare for flooding or right. different things. Right. I think right. there, there are people who just have that right. ability. Right, right, right. And it's not something that we use here in the yeah. U.S. anymore. You know, there may yeah. be places where that's still going on, but right, right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've definitely, I know that I've had a few kind of predictive dreams of yeah. natural disasters happening and then reading about them the next right. day or day or two later. Right. Right. That would be a whole different podcast that we need to do. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. And natural disasters. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And what I love about storms is that they, in, in many cases, you know, when we talk about our connection and this whole concept of dreaming back to the earth, you know, they, they offer us a glimpse at the various elements in our lives, you know, like how water, earth, fire, and air, how, how they all intermix with each other. Um, to work with us in our dreams. Um, I really find that fascinating. Um, and how, you know, if, if we're having, you know, like lightning dreams all the time or like blizzard dreams, is there something about that particular element or mixture of elements that is coming in our life that we, that, that want to be in relationship with us? Um, well, when I think about, you know, the, the work I've done um, studying druidism and the elements and, you know, the, the, the study that I did through Obad, you know, kind of takes you through each element for a a time, you know, you spend some time with it. And I, the one that I like the least is fire. I have heat intolerance. I, (laughs) You know, I'm, I'm always afraid of burning myself. I try to be like extra, 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 extra careful when I'm cooking. And um, it is interesting then that of all the elements, yeah, the lightning was yeah. coming after me. Right, <laughs> you know? exactly. There it is. So maybe yeah. it's time, you know, even though that dream happened last year, definitely have not worked it, like I said. So maybe it's time to look at fire. What can fire mm. do? Yeah, yeah. You know, be in a different relationship with it. Right, exactly. Yeah, it is interesting. And that we're talking about this right now. So, I mean, some s- synchronicity in all of this. Yeah, so. right, right, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I also thought it's a, an idea that I had when you were talking earlier. It is interesting that I've been going through this journey with gender identity for about the same amount of time. When I had that dream, it had not yet really started seriously thinking about being non-binary. And then it was a couple months yeah. after that that I really started to pay attention to that. And in the dream, I was with my dad and my uh, nephews. So I think that there's an element of gender identity in that dream for me too. Right. Right. Interesting. 
course, and we were playing a game. We were playing a game. It was play. You know, it wasn't super serious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And you're having a dart in your hand, you know, and like, what does that represent? You know, a dart is like pointy and, you know. Yeah. Like you're throwing it at a target. Right. There was the masculine, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, true. True. Right. Huh. And then, then it was a link to, (laughs) to your body. Well, and I was also thinking, you know, some, in some traditions, there's five elements and metal Mm, is the other one. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's something there. Right. Huh. I hadn't thought about the dart piece before. Well, there There you go. go. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Yeah. Well, so that was just a tiny little demonstration of how you could work your dream. And I think that the the exercise that we were going to leave people with. Right. Right. Was to, you know, just simply like either if you are someone who writes down dreams, look back, see what kind of storm dreams you've had. And think about what those themes could mean for you. Or if you are someone who does not write down your dreams, now's your chance going forward to see what might show up. And of course, you know, you can always incubate dreams. So if you are listening and you're like, okay, now I want to have a storm dream. You can ask for one. It doesn't always happen right away. But, you know, you can write a question on a piece of paper and put it under your pillow, or you can think about the question as you're falling asleep. See what kind of storm dream comes to you. Right. I love that. Yeah. And, and I'd also add is like, you know, to, if you are having storm dreams, like what is the relationship between the particular storm dreams and the waking life storm dream too. So if you're having, you know, like blizzard dreams, what is your relationship to blizzard when you're awake? It would be interesting to, to note the, the feelings and the characteristics, Mm -hmm. you know, just how you feel about that, that storm. What is it like to be in it? I mean, obviously, like we'd said before, to always be safe. Um, But it is interesting to know how you feel about that particular storm in your waking life. Right. I mean, I I think some people might be afraid of hail, but not a tornado, you know, who knows? Everybody's different, right? So there are things that are triggering for some people. And I think, you know, somewhat that's life experience, but also it could just be something feels scary. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. This has been a great chat. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> As always, very cool. And here I'm we are. You, I'm <laughs> glad you thought of the topic. I yeah. Like it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been really nice to to be with you and to share our experiences and our work with dreams and and storms. Um, and Um, We look forward to sharing with you other topics like maybe 
natural disasters in the near future. So you never know. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yes. Take care, everybody. And this is. Yeah. Thanks for being here, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Dreaming back to the earth. We love it. Take care. Bye, everyone.